Hello and welcome to the Still Unsponsored Podcast. Hello. Hello. New episodes when we feel like it. <laughs> yeah. It's like bros retreat up here right now. Yeah. We've been chilling. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, me, and the cat. <laughs> so if you hear noise in the background, that's that's what's up. Yeah. What have you been up to, Zach? A little of this, a little of that. That's hyper descriptive. You know, that's how I roll. Okay. What about yourself? <laughs> Same thing. I'm I'm enjoying the like sweaty balls type I know, vibe we I have know. on it right here. Well, I repositioned the microphone, so now it's like way up in there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You definitely have to do that. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of travel. Yeah. Beard on the mic. The that's beard good, on the that, mic. That's a good sound. Yeah. Uh, doing a product launch at work right now. You are. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, and so I figured that's what we talk about. Okay, since for the record, we have no agenda tonight. Yeah, exactly. No show notes. No show notes. We didn't bring our laptops, so when we're like, "Hey, we'll have to Google that," <laughs> there won't be any awkward silences. I don't even have my phone. I think I have my phone, but it's in my pocket. Oh, well, maybe, maybe I, it'll stay there. I'm not googling on that now. We do, however, have wine tonight. So this is sort of like return to original episodes. And I haven't drank in... Oh, I drank last... A week. All right. So in like three more sips, you're going to be hammered. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How much I've been drinking, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, Something Italian. Yeah. It looked like OEA, OEA, but we determined that the O was actually a D. Is it? Yeah. What, what are you doing? I can't tell if you're... It's your knee. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't make this weird. <laughs> it's a me! <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so, Chris, tell me about your product launch. Yeah, so... Uh, all right, let's talk about product launches. So, I think the the TLDR version of this is like... This is going to be a very short podcast. Yeah, it's going to be a short podcast. Like, here's what I want to say. It's all about the post-launch optimization. Because unless you're Apple, you're never going to get it right out the door. Apple doesn't get it right out the door either. Yeah. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. Look at how many, like, fucked up launches that Microsoft's had. Yeah. Or, you know, Amazon is the king of, like... Yeah. Rollback. Releasing shitty products. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like I think, you know, we could talk a little bit about leading up to launch and getting all your integrated campaigns right and all that kind of stuff. But honestly, like that's probably one thing that's like pretty accurate. Like you learn in college versus executing in in real life. Like let's think about every channel you're going to do and then do them. I'd say like the the one difference between uh, between you know real life and and the first time you do it or let's say like the multiple times after you've done it like on your third fourth the little bit of experience will will let you know where the landmines are that you're going to step on especially after you've done it at the same company a couple of times you yeah. kind of you can know what the traps are yep so that's sort of the the you know okay if you're doing this for the first time keep notes yeah right and every time you're like oh shit i forgot like or oh man we should have done write it down and then the next time you do it, keep it on a notebook. You'll, mm-hmm. yeah, that'll be one less thing you'll have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Right. So what, uh, so now that you've launched said product, 
what uh what kind of assets or skills are you looking for you know what kind of things are you looking at to improve said product launch yeah um so basically you know so universally product launches tend to in our in my world right tend to which is everyone's world apparently it's the only one that matters yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um it tends to be a lot of excitement leading up to it, and then you turn the thing on, and it's basically crickets, right? And so you, you got nothing, um, or it's not converting the way you want, mm-hmm. or basically, generally, it's not doing what you want. Um, and I call that like hitting the wall and finding out that, no shit, marketing's hard, right? Because before, it was all about best practices and making yeah. the art look good and all this kind of stuff. And so yeah. immediately immediately you're like oh okay let's compromise all of these like lovely designs that we made to really communicate our brand and like really slam some prices in there and some discount offers we and need like customers. make the button bigger and orange and blink yeah <laughs> <laughs> unavoidable to be non-clicked right exactly yeah. exactly but i would say from a management perspective it's actually about like creating the right environment mm-hmm. for the team to do the right things yeah so you know, in our case, it's, you know, we have optimization people, we have product marketing people, we have acquisition people, and you basically want to take, you know, and this is sort of like growth hacking 101. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to take a person from each one of those teams and put them on a team where when they enter that team, their roles fade, their their original roles fade away and they're just... They're there for the mission. They're there for the mission. Mm-hmm. And they, as a, as a collective you know, do the thing. And it, I I think getting that right is like the hardest part because initially everyone's going to go like, Oh, what's the process? And like, I'm, I'm the product marketer or I'm the analyst or I'm the, you know, optimization guy. I should be doing that. Right. And it's like, well, that experience is going to lead you to look through things for, through a certain lens. Right. But you know, you're there to bounce ideas off the engineer and the designer and the, you know, and the whoever else that's in the crew. Right. And come up with a solution and then do that every day until the product's in the place that it should be. Yeah. A grueling process. A grueling process. Yeah. <laughs> I find it amusing and fun. I think it's great as well. Yeah. 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 It's, it's really the exciting part. So it's like, you know, you push go, you go, oh shit, that didn't work the way we thought it was going to work. And, in the immediate hours and days afterwards, you're like, did I make a terrible mistake? (laughs) Or, and then in retrospect, you're like, this was fun as shit. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, Oh, well now, now there's also a little bit more flexibility to, Oh, I wonder if we try this, what would happen? Right. Cause you don't have the same, well, you probably have the same kind of metrics and whatnot, but you have a little bit more flexibility. Right. Well, well if we did this, maybe this would happen. And I, I would say that's like one of the, you know, if you're leading this team, that's one of the big things to to do, right? You want to kick out the, kick out the executives, mm-hmm. right? Like our CEO straight up asked me, he's like, well, what have you learned after doing this for several times? And I'm like, you kick the executives out, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Because uh their opinion sitting in that room is going to skew the thinking yeah right because it's the highest paid opinion in the room mm-hmm. and the, the, the second they say you're like i think the button should be orange all of a sudden everyone's going to think the button should be orange yep right yeah you got to kick them out or they're going to be hovering wanting to know like are we there yet 
right? Which is also de- detrimental. So you you communicate to them a cadence, and you mm-hmm. say like, mm-hmm. "I am going to send you a weekly update." Mm-hmm. You will not talk to me. <laughs> the sausage is being made. <laughs> the sausage is being made. You'll like what's being served up to you. Just right. Exactly. Give us some time in the kitchen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Give us, you know, and set an expectation, right? Give us two months. And if we're not at this point, then okay, like insert yourself and rearrange the team. Right. Um, but until that point, stay away. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what else do we, what other aspects can we turn and fold over and look at? You know that cricket thing you were talking about earlier? Be cool if we had like a cricket sound effect. <laughs> Can we start introducing like loops and sounds to this podcast? Maybe we could just play the whole podcast over again. <laughs> no, but you know, I, I think that, I don't know. That's that's the high level. Like we could. I don't think there's like specific tactics because everything's all situational, right? So if you're looking for. If you're looking like, oh man, you know, you really got to lead with percentages off or like you got to make the button exactly three fourths the width of the page, mm-hmm. right? Like that kind of stuff's bullshit, mm-hmm. you know, because it's all situational based on like, you know, what customers are mm-hmm. are doing. So maybe the tactical feedback is you should have something like Hotjar installed, mm-hmm. right? Like the tactical the tactical suggestions would be like, in addition to your launch plan going into this, you should have a model built that gives you a baseline of what to expect. Right. So, you know, that way you say, okay, I'm going to put X number of people in the experiment and I expect a certain number of page views and I expect a certain number of conversion rate. And if you're above or below that, it, it gives you something to measure against. Yep. Versus just looking at the previous day's performance. Right. So, you know, you need a benchmark. You need a benchmark. Yeah. yeah. And it could be a total freaking guess. It doesn't really matter. Right. You know, um, does smart kind of, well you've got to march towards something right mm-hmm. exactly yeah exactly mm-hmm. so i think that's probably it's probably like one of my bigger learnings through doing this is like i used to resist the mba style like math yeah on a spreadsheet and say you know well i've never you know we've never done this before so how can i put together a credible model um and I've changed my opinion on that and said like, okay, you put together a model for the benefit of the optimization team to give them those benchmarks. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially it's almost like a journal, right? You know, you're essentially saying I expect things to do this. And then you arrange your dashboard based on those KPIs that you're looking at. Would you say you goal seek market? <laughs> Should we explain what gold seek marketing is? Nope. Nope. <laughs> oh, come on. You can see. figure it out. <laughs> Uh, we should explain it. Goal seek marketing is something that you don't want to do. <laughs> it's sort of like the accounting death spiral, but on the other side, right? You're using algebra to plan your marketing budget. Well, goal seek marketing is like when, when again, that executive, that highest paid opinion comes in and is like, and this is when you're doing like annual planning or something mm-hmm. like that. And they're like, I really wish that, you know, like, you know, you, you find, bring me a plan that gets me 10% more than yeah. what you have in your plan right now. And you go, okay. And you like put 10% into the goal seek function in Excel and trickle it through your model. Done. Bam. (laughs) We got a budget. Well, and all right. So if we're going to, if we're going down this path, like we might as well, but like the real danger there is the longer you start to look at a spreadsheet, the more credible it seems. Mm -hmm. Right. So you, you do that once and then they come back a couple weeks later and they're like, you know, I think you could get another 10% out. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and you go, 
Yeah, you know what? My <laughs> my previous version seems pretty legit. Like just I keep going. I know I just goal seek that for the third time, and I'm now up like fifty yeah. percent off where I started. That but seems reasonable. But it seems reasonable uh-huh. because you know, like the math. Excel's <laughs> telling me I can do it. Yeah, like, uh-huh. like come on, this model's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, if I change this and that, you know, so hear it. The takeaway from that is it's all about the execution, right? <laughs> you can make you can make a model that looks amazing, but if you can't execute the plan that's going to get you there, you're fucked. Yeah, right. So yeah. All right. Well, this was fun. Yeah. Well, we're only at twelve minutes, Zach. So you gotta you gotta keep going with me here. We gotta do like another five at least. You want to talk about Facebook? Oh, Cambridge Analytica. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Well, how I, much is the Facebook stock gone down? If only we could Google that. If only we could Google that. <laughs> Do you know what it was before? Uh, it was around 170, 180. All right. Hang on. Maybe. Hang on. Hang on. I will I will Google this real fast. Well, regardless, it's lost, I think, 80 plus billion dollars in market cap in the last week and a half, two weeks. Well, there you go. Here's what I'm amazed at, though. This is why I don't, I don't understand what's happening, because what did people expect was happening with their data? You're using an insanely complicated product giving it all the data the joke always was facebook and google knows everything about you right like that's the joke yeah so why are people surprised i don't understand this i think they're surprised because of who ended up getting it and how they ended up getting it maybe right because you know all right so uh funny story not (laughs) we'll, we'll go story time here uh when twitter and facebook came on the scene you know Twitter in particular, like I'm mean, on the scene for paid advertising, mm-hmm. um, you know, Twitter was leading the way with with like sort of session based or not session based, like account or user based retargeting. Mm-hmm. Right. So that meant that you could skip devices. And I remember talking to our Google reps. I talked to our Google reps like every, you know, every time this came up and I'd be like, man, I know you guys have the data. Yeah. Everyone's freaking logged into Gmail. And I know from looking at my user base, like what percentage uses Chrome and what percentage uses Gmail, like and what percentage signs up with a Gmail account, yeah. yep. you know, like, and the numbers are huge. So why don't we do this? And, you know, they'd sort of him and her and on be like, oh, well, we don't do that or we don't support that. And, and then you get kind of the honest answer, which is like, well, we're kind of a bad or we're kind of worried about the, the PR. And you, you get that, like. Mm-hmm. over the course of you know like several conversations and you know years of you know then facebook's on the scene and then all of a sudden facebook's exploding and yeah. it's like hey when are we going to be able to do you know sort of user-based right. retargeting well uh, we're kind of bad we're kind of worried about the pr fast forward to cambridge analytica and it's like oh shit google's kind of vindicated here a little bit yeah i i, I don't know Wait, why do you think people are freaking out? i honestly don't know i yeah, I don't know. I'm at a I'm at a loss. Really? I it. You do you think like users are surprised that a third party has it, or surprised that yeah. Facebook has it? Probably a little bit of both. Like actually, you do a better job reading the news than I do. So, <laughs> is that a compliment? I I don't know. Take it as you want. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I get my news from Alexa in the morning. Yeah. I. I guess what I'm surprised at is the stock price is plummeting and people are freaking out about all the privacy stuff on Facebook. Yeah. And I, Facebook is, we've talked about how powerful it is for a while. Yeah. Right? Like when you see the dog photos and the advertisements that look really creepy because they're targeting just you. Yeah. It's it's not uh, magic out of the sky. It's an algorithm with a whole bunch of your data on there. Right? 
And I'm just surprised people haven't put two and two together. And I guess what I'm more surprised at is why the market cap is falling the way it is. What do you think of all the people that are like, we need to regulate Facebook? Good luck. Like, I, there's like a... I'm, I'm surprised. Like, see, so hear Republicans saying like, oh, well, we should like reg- regulate it like a utility. Well, it's... It, <laughs> great net neutrality which i i'm like how the fuck would that work you know this is one of those things where i don't think the laws have caught up to technology like i hate to sound like an old curmudgeon but this is i think one of those circumstances like the laws do not i think google so back to google i think they are 10 times worse than facebook with uh the data they have on everyone additionally google has the power to shape how we think well, okay, let's think about what, what data Google actually has. All your search history. All your search history. They also can which, tie it back to think, Am- think about all the shit that you've Googled. Yes. Right? Well, yeah, so okay. they have that. They also then have Google Analytics on every fucking website. So they know once and you click on a link, what you're doing on that damn page. Whoa, there's like a 55 to 60% chance that you, lovely listener, are using Chrome. So, and Chrome. So even if you decide, to, oh, you know what, I'm gonna, I don't want Google knowing everything. I'm gonna Google, Google. I'm gonna search using DuckDuckGo. Sorry, you're <laughs> Chrome. They still got you. And then Gmail. <laughs> so yeah. all your email. All your email. All your personal tidbits. All your text messages. Whatever else. Don't forget the phone. So all your Android devices. They have the GPS mapping. They know where you're going, how you're going, when you're getting there. Did you ever watch that movie Ex Machina? No. Uh, there's a scene in there where like the it's things are starting to come unraveled i think and it's basically about testing ai something like mm. that and it's like a billionaire sort of alluding to google mm-hmm. um, because i think it's a billionaire that got rich off the search engine <laughs> you know and he makes this android thing i'm i haven't seen this movie in years so i'm probably murdering this but the the character that comes in to sort of do the like do the ai testing mm-hmm. sees this like female android and turns to the the you know billionaire supervillain and he's like you looked at my search history because she's my type (laughs) yeah and he's like he sort of like what was not equivocates like you know like placates deflects deflects you know yeah yeah uh i don't know i i don't know what the answer is i think uh you know if anything maybe what this does is it wakes people up to how much data is really out there about you you know and so I, I don't think regulating Facebook is going to do anything. You know, for as much as we bitch about GDPR, maybe it's a good first start for kind of data privacy and consumer. Man, talk about being conflicted. I, yeah. Because, you know, I go to work yeah, as a marketer. I'm like, fuck GDPR. I know. I and, know. Then, and then it's like, I come home and I look at, you know, the things that Facebook wants to know. Yeah. Did you download, did you download your account from Facebook? I've done it many years. Yeah. Well, you, they released it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they released a new thing where you can download everything. Oh, they've had that. No, I think it's new. They, they've had. I, they've had. Sorry, the news article that I read. It was like what was it BuzzFeed? Is that your source? Circa nineteen ninety nine. Uh, okay. But it was like they, or maybe they were just reminding people that you I could think, do that. Yeah, you've yeah. been able to do it for a while. Okay. But, but what yeah. are you gonna do with that data? That's the other question. Okay, I remember poking someone from thirty <laughs> months ago. Cool. Like, what are you gonna do with that data? Well, okay, so what's another uh, social network going to do? Like, hey, take all your Facebook data that you were worried about Facebook having and upload it to us. Right. Like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> well, here's the other piece. So when you download your data, true, it gives you your activity. But from my under- what I remember, maybe this is the update or something. 
they didn't put in the attributes oh yeah yeah right? no, so it, yeah it, you, it had that it has like all your friends uh, it has all your chat history okay like chats you've deleted yep it has even including people that have deleted their accounts right. your chat with them right it says like it says facebook user instead of their name mm-hmm. um the thing that's really funny is like i think i scrolled down to the bottom of the friends list i can't remember where i saw it and it was like peer group and it's like established adults interesting right so there was also some data so in there about that stuff in there about Got like it. what they had identified about you Got it. all your check-ins yeah all your like everything got it yeah i don't know i there's no such thing as privacy and when you're giving away for free like i yeah I guess the other thing is I'm like, I'm, it's like people think that like Zuckerberg is like trying to do good for humanity or something like that. I'm like the the dude was a friggin' nerd and now he's a billionaire. Yeah. Like, why well, he, why do you think he gives a shit about you? Well, he just donated a hospital. Did you notice that? I was laughing at this. That YouTube shooter, all the victims or whatever went to Zuckerberg Hospital. <laughs> I was kind of laughing like a little bubble of Silicon Valley. Yeah. Anywho. You know, the nice thing, one of the good things that Zuckerberg maybe learned from Gates was he got on the whole philanthropy thing like way earlier. (laughs) Don't don't be a dick (laughs) with your money. Don't be a a dick. Yeah. 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 Don't appear to be a dick. Anyways, that's what's in the news. Yeah. Are, Are we at time yet? We're at 21. Boom. I guess we could do it. All right. Boom. 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 Encouragement. Encourage. <laughs> Encouragement. All right. For the references that no one gets. Um, yeah. Anything else, Zach? Use it. Use it. Uh, new episodes when we feel like it. Just becoming less and less frequent. <laughs> I don't know where... So, it, it's actually probably going to be a while because... I'm going to Arizona next week after next. You're you're I'll be here. Tra- you're traveling next week. I'm traveling next week. And then I'm traveling the week. the week after, and, and then, then I'm gone the week after and then, for two weeks. Yeah, so we're looking like at a month intermission here, unless we figure something out. Tell me, we should do like a Skype call and show or something. Oh, we could do that. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Well. Okay. All twenty listeners. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'll bleep that out. (laughs) Okay. We wouldn't want to reveal our data. Our, 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 our future Facebook here, our future advertisers might (laughs) like, we, we want to obfuscate the number of downloads that we have. Yeah. All right. This was fun. Goodbye. All right. Still on sponsored.com. Leave us a five-star review. Please. For reasons I don't know. (laughs) Okay, bye. Okay, bye.